0: So you want to make an impact. You're thinking about starting a business, sharing your voice. How do women do it that handle motherhood, family, and still chase after those dreams? We'll listen each week as we dive into the stories of women who know. This is Call Me CEO. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Call Me CEO. Today is Friday, which that means it's Fearless Friday. I'm your host, Camille Walker. And Today, we're going to be talking about getting to yes, negotiation skills that work for you in business, and we'll talk about it a little bit with motherhood, too. Getting to a yes is a lot about coming to compromise. It doesn't always mean that you get exactly what you want, but I'm going to give you the tips of knowing the five best ways to get to where you want from the beginning. Let's dive in. Now, the very first thing I would say is to know what you want before going in. This is a process that if you come equipped knowing what you want the end result to be, you will have a much better chance of getting there. Just like that old adage we've always heard, if you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you get there? That is just as important in negotiating with business deals and with your kids. You want to know where that middle ground is that you want to end up. So perhaps that's something where in regard to business— you have a set idea of what you hope to charge for your hourly rate for a package deal, or for, or perhaps it's for bringing in a new product or negotiations with shipping or whatever the case may be. Think of what that go-home rate is. Some I heard someone refer to it recently as the GH point. What is your go-home point? What is the point where If all is said and done at the end of the day, you have that wiggle room, you have that spot where you want to stay, and you won't go below. Figure that out for yourself. That may look different for each of you depending on if that's a negotiation of time, if that's a negotiation of deciding how much uh, hourly rate that you're willing to go to for that bare minimum. Figure that out. Know what it is going in. Now, as as far as this is in regard to kids, I had a recent experience with my son who— Abused his usage on time with his his cell phone. And going into it, I thought, you know, a cell phone is not something that is needed for survival. He is only 13 years old. And ultimately, it's up to me and my husband as parents to decide whether or not this is a privilege that we are going to allow him to keep. Now, in this negotiation process with him, I went into this explaining that this phone is a privilege and that. He doesn't need it for survival. He doesn't need it for, you know, really his safety at this point. He's not driving a car. I didn't feel like it's something that I needed to really pull back on giving him that privilege. And so I said to him, maybe we take a couple years off because all of these things we worried about with usage and also you getting into some trouble, and this is a whole other conversation, maybe we take a couple years off. And in my mind, going into that conversation, I wasn't intending for him to take a couple of years off, but I did want to volley that out there and see what he would say coming back. And when I said, well, what do you think that it is? What do you think would be a good fit for you? What do you think? Because obviously we both agree that there need to be some adjustments and he came back with, well, maybe I need to take the summer off and get it back at the beginning of the new year the new school year. And I thought that was a really good compromise. Where that comes to into motherhood is, you know, a lot of times you need to think about two outcomes that you agree with and then throw it back to them and let them decide. Do you want this or that? When they're young, it's do you want the blue shirt or the red shirt? Do you want to sleep with your head up at the pillow or your head down by the feet, where the feet go? Do you want to sit holding your blue bunny or the red bear. Either way, they're getting in the chair. They're going to bed. They're putting their clothes on, but you have options for them. Okay, let's switch back to business. I'm doing a little bit of yo-yo on you today, but that's just, we're going to do it because we're motherhood in business. So number two, ask questions in reflection of what someone is telling you. So if you're in a business negotiation and you're talking about things that your client is looking for or someone who perhaps you're doing a service for. Ask a lot of questions about what it is that they want and then repeat back to them the solution with their questions in it or to clarify the question. So an example of that might be, let's say you're a social media manager, for example, and and the person that you're talking to says, I'm really looking to increase my media engagement or my community engagement and I really need to up my, my comments, my likes, my story views. I'm just so frustrated. I don't have the time. So if I was listening to that and I was thinking as a social media manager, how I would react to that as far as answering a question with their own language, I would say something like, you're looking for more time. You're looking for more engagement with your community. What happens is if you take the question and repeat it back in a statement slash kind of somewhat of a question, then they get to a more clarifying answer to tell you exactly what they need and it gives you the opportunity to really give them the result that they're looking for. In regard to kids, this is called reflective listening because when we give our kids the opportunity to simply reflect what it is they're saying to us, they feel understood, they feel like they are being listened to and they're more likely to open up to you when the big things happen. So reflective listening works so well in business and relationships. It's all about wanting to be heard. We all want to be heard. We all want to truly be understood. And it's so easy for us to listen to a question and be formulating an answer before the person's even done talking. So really try this today. Try today. Try this week to whatever scenario you're doing, whether it's in a parenting situation or a business situation, really take the time to listen. So that you can give the delivery of giving that reflective listening answer and then clarifying exactly what it is they're looking for and the reason why is when you reflect what it is that they're looking for the person on the other end is much more able to willing and willing and able to open up and give you the opportunity to serve them or make the sell, whatever the opportunity is in this case business or motherhood I wanted to pop in here really quick to mention that VA to 60 Days is opening up this month. That's right, you heard me. No longer am I hiding behind my fear. I'm actually going to open a course that I've been thinking and talking about releasing myself for a long time. What is a virtual assistant? It is someone who helps anyone online prolong, expand, enhance their business with things that you can do for them at home. So that could be a business that is a brick and mortar business, or it could also be a business that someone is doing online and they need to free up some of their time. There is literally a list of a hundred things that you could do and offer as a virtual assistant that range anywhere from email management to social media management, website design, invoicing, customer service, the list goes on and on and on. And after so many years of women asking me how to expound their business and also how to create a business from home, I thought a virtual assistant is truly the answer to both. And so I have created this all-inclusive seven-week program where I will take you step-by-step ins and outs of how to create your own virtual assistant program. Here's the thing. This is the first time I am releasing this offer. And so this is a beta launch price. It will never be this low again. If you're interested in that and you think that this is something that could be a good fit for you, you want to be able to be your own boss, create your own hours, be able to stay at home and be with your kids and do the thing that you love the most, which is being a mom but also have something for you and more spending cash, come to my free webinar that's actually happening on June 8th, 9th, and 10th. They will be live and I will be walking you through what it takes to be a successful virtual assistant and what kind of a commitment and opportunity that is for you. And I promise you, it is such an incredible opportunity because more than ever, businesses are growing, thriving online, and also finding outsourcing for wonderful employees like yourselves that can call the shots, pick the clients that you want, and also create an opportunity for you to grow a business that you love. This really has been a passion project. My husband keeps asking me again and again, why are you doing this? And truly it's because I want to gift other people the same opportunity I've had to develop and grow a business from home and have the luxury and the privilege of being at home with my kids. So if that sounds like something that appeals to you, I would love it if you join me. Hop into this webinar. There are so many incentives for showing up live, free bonuses. So I hope that you will do that. Come to camillewalker.co to learn more, and I can't wait to see you there. All right, number three, This comes into business a little bit more, but it can be parenting too, is to put on your poker face. Now, this doesn't mean that you come across cold. This doesn't mean that you come across as uncaring, but in negotiations and business, you really want to keep emotion in check. You don't want to put too much of yourself into a negotiation process because that will make the playing field feel really unstable. Or perhaps that you are a little too anxious. And I know that this is a little a little hard to understand, but what I like to call—or my husband has this term with his buddies from high school. It's called the X minus 1. X minus 1 is where, in a relationship with a girl, they might say, well, you've got to have the X minus 1 for her to like you back. And we've heard that before. It's kind of like the person with the least interest has the most control. But really it comes down to giving enough to your client or to the business partnership or whatever, whatever it is that they need, but not overextending so much of yourself that you become annoying or uh, too much to handle or that you're just too much in their face, because that can be that can be off putting. Just like a relationship when you start to have a crush on someone and this is what their X minus one is. It's perhaps you have a crush on someone or like a dating relationship with a with a business opportunity or whatever it is. And if you come in too hot, that can be really off-putting. People still like to feel like there's a little bit of a chase or there's a, a more equal balance footing between the two parties. So doesn't mean that you need to be a hothead. No, like be nice as ever. But just don't put everything out on the table so hot that you're calling and texting and calling and texting and calling and texting. Give yourself some breathing room. So maybe if that's negotiations with emails, I like to say, I give the person typically three to four days if I'm in a negotiation situation. If I don't hear anything back within those three to four days, I'll say, hey, can't wait to hear an update on this. My content calendar is filling up or whatever it might be if it's something that I'm trying to negotiate. Or if that email goes out and I still haven't heard from them, I would follow up a week later and saying, hey, I know what it's like for emails to be lost in the shuffle, just raising my hand here to say hi and I can't wait to work with you. So just pace yourself. Keep that X minus one. As far as parenting is concerned, Keeping your emotions in check is always a good idea. I mean, I think the times that my parents had the biggest impact on me is when it was a simple I'm disappointed. And <laughs> guaranteed I was a major people pleaser. Never wanted to hear that kind of thing and every kid's different, so, you know, you just have to pace that as you as you as you do because every kid is just different. But keep in mind Keeping emotion in check is always a good idea. And a lot of times for me, that means that I do an emotional check-in with myself before doing a big something, whether it be in the moment with parenting or with a negotiation. Just really check in with yourself and go back to number one. What is the end result you're looking for? Number four, and in my opinion, the most important, is to create a win-win situation for both you and the negotiating partner that you're dealing with and or your child, really at the end of the day, we all want everyone to win. And I think paying attention to that and actually using language to that respect is so important. So many times I've been on a phone call, which by the way, I think is one of the best ways to have negotiations with brands, partners, sponsorships, collaborations, people. If you can't be in person, do it on the phone because there is So much magic that happens when you can see someone's face, whether it's a Zoom call or hear their voice and really hear the tone and intonation of what it is that they're looking for. So connect. People don't pick up the phone anymore and it makes a difference if you're willing to put yourself out there. I know it's scary, but it really makes a difference if you can do face-to-face or even voice. Uh, Emails are good, but they're just not as good. Anyway, so back to win-win. Take the time to create a win-win scenario for you And the person that you're negotiating with. That is why the questions are so important in the beginning of your conversation is to specifically ask, what are your goals? If you were to pick the focus of your marketing program this year, this month, this campaign, what is your number one goal? Are you looking for signups, selling a product? Do you want to Get your name more recognized? What is it that you're looking for? So that then you can formulate in your mind through the course of the call how you can best partner together to make it a win win relationship for the two of you. This also ties back to number one what is it that you're looking to get out of it? Because if you go into it not knowing and you get ask, 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 ask from them, but you don't know what you want in return, that's where you can hang up the phone and feel like, oh, shoot, I really didn't think that through because I need this. Don't worry or be too afraid about saying, this all sounds so good, give me some time to think about it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with giving yourself time and space to recognize if this is a yes for you or if you need to take a minute. Now, with your kids concerned for win-win, I really, really, when I can, this can't always happen, but I really like to ask them what would you like to happen? What would be a win for you? And this goes back to that cell phone example. I asked my son, what do you think would be fair? And I let him decide. That doesn't mean I couldn't change my mind on it, but I thought he was really giving himself uh, a good amount of time to think about it. And I think by enabling our children to help make decisions of consequence or, or negotiations, whether that is, you know, how many chores they have to do for a privilege or whatever it is, making them a part of that conversation from a very young age gives them negotiation skills that they will use the rest of their lives. All right, next is to believe in yourself. No negotiation is ever won by someone that doesn't believe in themselves. And confidence is an energy that extends so far beyond what we can imagine it will because there is an exchange of energy. Anytime you do negotiations, sales, product, marketing, any of that, it's an exchange of energy. So if you believe in yourself and you're portraying that on the phone call, on the email, in the negotiation with your child, that's sometimes harder. Believing in yourself and what you're saying goes a long way. So really think about what that means. And maybe you might need to do some power up motivational mantras, do the power stance with your hands on your hips, write down the things that you know you have to bring to the table. And that leads me to my next point is to always include what's in it for them, the bonuses of working with you, that it's not just a one-time gig. You're in this for the long haul and this is why. And these are all the benefits that come from working with you. Perhaps those are negotiations that you do behind the scenes on another phone call, a follow-up call. But in my experience, it's always about the people. It's always about putting your best foot forward and giving yourself the confidence you deserve and really highlighting what it is that make, sets you apart and makes you unique in wanting to do that business with you. And very last, but certainly not least, is be willing to walk away. This applies to everything. This applies to negotiations with business. It also applies to Something that you feel like you might really want to buy at the store or a negotiation with your child where they're really emotionally charged, it's okay to take time to walk away and it's okay to give yourself space and time to breathe it out. And it's okay to value yourself and your time and to believe in yourself. And if that bottom dollar just isn't going to work out for you, it's okay to walk away because it's not meant for you. If you're not feeling that elation of, oh, this is such a good fit, and that's not to say that you don't have the feeling that, oh, this could be hard, because that's very real, but this is a good fit, and I'm going to do this thing, and I really feel like this is a good partnership, think about it. Think about that. Think about the time you have for your family. Think about the time you have for you, those commitments and those the time that you have. Check back with our last, last episode if you're wanting to know more about How to figure out if it's a good answer for you. But today, my friends, that is the wrap up of getting to yes and the negotiation skills. If you found this episode helpful, please share on social media. You can find me at camillewalker.co on Instagram and my website is camillewalker.co. I really appreciate when any one of you shares this, this podcast. It really means the world to me and I just wish you the best day. We'll see you next time.